My name is Kelly, and this is the Girl Recovering Podcast, your ultimate guide for dealing with your mental health in your 20s, told through my experiences and tips with dealing with mental illness. So welcome back to the show. I know it's been quite a minute, but happy new year, and hopefully you enjoyed the holiday season. I have been taking some time away from this podcast, so That is why there hasn't been an episode in a while, but I have a new system that I want to work with this year and a new layout for the podcast, so I really hope you enjoy. I have been posting a lot on the Girl Recovering TikTok, which is at the Girl Recovering, and I've been posting weekly. (laughs) I try daily, but weekly or so journal prompts that you can follow, as well as some of my tips, some of my progress, so... I've really been focusing my energy on there. It's really fun for me. So if you have TikTok and you want to follow along, please feel free to do so. But yeah, it's definitely been a couple months of really hard times for me. And I don't want to start this podcast off on a sad note. So I'll just give a little update and then we can move on into some more fun topics. But um, yeah, I had to take some time away because school got really busy. I unfortunately lost someone who was incredibly close to me. So I have been and was dealing with that loss and basically everything in my life flipped upside down. So it was definitely a hard time for me and I had to move back home, which is always difficult for me to manage. And then the pandemic got worse, if we could even think that was possible. So there's been a lot of changes. I am starting my final semester of university ever online again. So there's been a lot of changes with that too. And definitely when I got that email, I was crying for a week. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us were, so it was very hard to deal with. And because of that, there have been a lot of changes and I've come to a lot of realizations and I am going to talk through some of those today. And really this podcast episode is just going to be what's been going on, and some of my words of wisdom if you are going through any of the same things starting off the new year and dealing with resolutions or being pressured to make resolutions and being pressured to have the best year ever. And maybe you're starting the new year and you're somewhere where Omicron is really bad and everything is shutting down and life is not really looking the way that you wanted it to look at the beginning of 2022 and that is so fair. So I'm going to talk through a couple of my lessons learned in the past few weeks and really just talking about what I've been going through and yeah, how I can help you too. Okay, well let's kick it off with New Year's resolutions. How many people have heard that and have rolled their eyes? Like, let's be honest. I was at a New Year's get-together. I don't want to say party because it wasn't that many people because COVID. Um, And everyone was talking about New Year's resolutions. And most people, day-to-day, don't really make New Year's resolutions, which is something that is shocking to me as someone who loves YouTube videos and TikToks about wellness and all of that jazz. I think coming to realize that a lot of people don't have New Year's resolutions is a very normal thing. And I think a lot of us pressure ourselves to make New Year's resolutions, but... In actuality, if you look at December, like how many people have actually stuck to their New Year's resolutions? You may have stuck to one or so, and that's great, but it's not as common for the rest of us. And I think this year, setting my goals 
I love New Year's resolutions. And setting my goals was difficult because I realized what is the point of New Year's resolutions? Like, what do they really do? And I was looking at some of them and I want to do them all in the next month because that's just how my brain works. And I think setting monthly resolutions or goals is so much better than doing New Year's resolutions because if you set a New Year's resolution, I'm going to work out three times a week, in my opinion, so unrealistic. And I'll tell you why, because if you say you're going to work out three times a week for the month of January, that's a much more realistic goal to set because you know what your schedule is going to be like. You can plan it out a bit and you can look at what you have on your schedule and see that that is a reasonable goal. It pushes you just a little bit as goals should, but it's not too out of left field. Whereas you don't know how a year is going to play out. And then you look at your New Year's resolutions the next year or the next January and you see, oh man, like I didn't stick to that and I feel so guilty about it. But things happen, like life happens, life gets in the way. You might not be able to work out three times a week. And if you've been able to stick to your resolutions all year, go off. Like that is amazing. But a lot of us don't do that. So when I look at my New Year's resolutions, it's more of a New Year's mindset I'm going to go into the year with. And I will say that my New Year's resolutions, some of them like I stuck to and I kept that mindset going through to the next year. You know, some of the things I want to focus on are communication and being more decisive. And although at moments I was not the best at those, I did generally have that at top of mind when I was going through daily life. And I think I did stick to that. Whereas, you know, this year there's a couple different things that I have that I want to change my mindset about. I think resolutions are more so about having this new view of the year. And for me, for example, I kind of set my New Year's resolutions up into different categories. So I'm planning to do monthly goals every month because I think that's going to keep me on schedule or not really on schedule, but just to help me actually complete goals and break them down into smaller goals that make it easier to complete and to see growth. But I have main goals, targeted goals, and then my three main focuses. Now, what this means is I basically, the main goals are things that are very, very general and just focuses that I want to keep top of mind for the year. And then targeted goals are more specific goals. I would recommend setting SMART goals. And if you don't know what that means, SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So they're very specific goals. A lot of businesses make them, but I didn't really see that was necessary for me because again, I don't like to set numbers on my goals unless it's monthly or short-term when I know that it's reasonable. So anyways, I'll go through that, what that means. So for main goals, some of them include, you know, communicate what bothers you. That's something that I'm slowly trying to get better at. Being consistent with habits, focusing more on you. I think a really big theme of my 2021 was I was so caught up in what other people were doing and other people's opinions of me and being so revolved around social media that I wasn't really focusing on what I wanted. So I really want to focus on just me and listening to my inner voice, things like that. So that's kind of like the main goals. I have a few more, but some of them are personal. So those are just the general mindset that I want to have in 2022. And some examples of targeted goals are graduate with honors. Again, it's not super specific, but I know I'm set to graduate May of 2022. So it's not too unreasonable. Um, Move into my dream city apartment. I have to move in September to go work. Uh, after graduation. So I know that it's reasonable that I will be moving into an apartment. So hopefully I can move into my dream city apartment. Um, So that those are some examples of targeted goals. And then when I say three main focuses, this just helps me 
simplify everything. So my three main focuses are health, fashion, and my podcast. So I really want to focus on bettering my health and not that could mean physical health, mental health, kind of everything. I've always focused on my mental health, but I kind of want to focus more on my physical health this year and healing my body from within. (laughs) Um, I also really want to focus on growing my fashion brand because that's something that used to make me happy and I've kind of drifted away from it and I really want to regain that and it's something that's so important to me and such a fun hobby and I really just want to refine the joy I had for that. And finally with my podcast, I really want to grow it and grow my podcast TikTok and it's just a way for me to embrace being a mental health advocate again. I think that's something that I haven't been able to do in a long time and I want to really reconnect with that especially because I'll be graduating this year and I'm going to need ways to stay in touch with my hobbies as I start my good corporate nine to five job. Um, So those things are important to me. So those are some examples of my New Year's resolutions. But, you know, if you're in the same boat when you don't know what resolutions are, how to set them, if you even want to set them, maybe start with some monthly goals and work from there. That could help. So that was my little tangent about New Year's resolutions. Um, So that's one thing that I would say has been on my mind a lot and trying to stick with that um, and making sure I'm doing it slowly but reasonably. Like, for example, a lot of my habits I've been trying to stick consistent to by just doing a habit tracker on my phone. I used to have a paper one and would never stick to it. So I have a habit tracker on my phone. I just stick to five habits that I want to focus on every single day. You know, there's a lot more habits that I want to fix, but you're not going to do them all. If there's like 10 of them, you have to stick to a couple and then work your way up. So that's just another thing. But anyways, that's one part of my life. The second part of my life is not comparing myself and dealing with the fact that not everything is going to be extravagant all the time. So because everything is going online again or is being closed because of the pandemic, it's been hard for me because I envisioned my final year of university being going out all the time and having fun all the time and doing these crazy spontaneous activities and it's not possible when there's a pandemic sometimes it is and I definitely got that in my third year when there was a pandemic everything was online but it was definitely a different environment than it is now I was living with my boyfriend and my friends were in town, I was meeting new people, and it was great, and there weren't as many restrictions, I would say, to a degree anyways, and now after four months of having the world basically reopen, and I got to go to Montreal, um, which if you don't know, I live in Toronto, so I do a little trip there, I got to do a little trip up north with some friends, all very safe, but like just things like that that are exciting and fun and and now going into the new year not knowing if I can do that is a very scary thing and you know for example I'm going back to university and I'm not going to be living with anyone for the first few months because my housemate isn't coming back because of the pandemic my boyfriend cannot move in with me this semester he may come and visit hopefully but I'm going to be alone and a lot of people, if they are going back, are going to be having fun with their housemates and that's not a reality that I am facing right now. So there's been a lot of just comparison and comparing my reality to other people's reality and really getting hard on myself about it. And I think it's pretty common. A lot of people 
will do that, especially in a pandemic when you can't really do much except for sit by yourself and be with yourself. It's hard. And I think I've really had to just sit back for a minute and try my best to shut it out. I think last semester and the semester before that, more than ever, I had been muting people on Instagram like left, right, and center. But there's just some people that are doing things that I'm, I don't think jealous is the right word, but like I'm comparing my journey to that of other people's. And when I step into actual reality, I see that there's nothing to be sad about. I see that I am doing my goals. I do have a lot of friends, but when you compare yourself to others, you're never going to have enough. So sometimes you just need to meet people on Instagram and I don't want to block anyone. So I don't block anyone. I still support my friends and everyone what they're doing, but sometimes you just got to mute it because sometimes seeing reminders of what you wish you were doing or what you wish you could have had gets you in that really negative mind space because when you step back, maybe you are jealous. In my case, it wasn't even jealousy. It was more like I just felt I had to compare myself to everyone around me. And when I found a new friend in my life, love her, but it kind of made me realize that you don't have to compare yourself all the time and everyone's on different paths and it's not about comparing yourself to what other people have. It's comparing, actually it's not comparing at all, but it's looking at what makes you happy versus what makes them happy because you may see people that you know having fun with all their friends and doing these amazing things. You may think, oh, I want that too, but then I sat back and I realized, oh, you know what makes me really happy? When I'm alone in my apartment for a night, make myself some good dinner, I watch a good movie, have a good time, like that makes me happy too. And I think it's important to have that balance and to realize that life isn't about extravagant moments per se. And I think social media tells us that all the time is that in order to be happy, you need to always be doing these crazy wild things but it's not really. It's about being happy and that is different for everybody. Happy could be literally being at home, not talking to anyone, just vibing on your own. And happy could be going out and partying with people. And I'll be honest with you, I think going out and being with people and like doing crazy things sounds so fun. And it's like, oh, who wouldn't like to do that? But then I find myself in that mindset, exactly. And then I step back and I go to those parties and I'm not happy. (laughs) I feel empty and I do not enjoy it. And I'd rather have like a small night in with a couple friends. No one's super drunk. That's just me. And that's just my situation. Obviously, that can mean very different things for a lot of you. But hopefully you can catch my drift. Um, And just to clarify in the middle of this little tangent, this isn't an easy thing to recognize or feel. I'm saying this right now because... For some reason, I'm in a good mood today, (laughs) but I definitely don't feel this way every day. And a lot of the time in my brain, my brain will tell me, hey, look at this. This is the fact of what's going on. Like you don't need to feel bad, but of course mental health doesn't work like that. And mental health doesn't really listen to reality or what makes sense in the moment. And sometimes it just is sad and it's hard and it's a, it's a hard feeling to grasp. Um, I think for me, especially my third year of university, I'm in my fourth year now, was so extravagant in the way that you wouldn't expect. So I moved in with my boyfriend 
and I hung out with friends all the time and when my boyfriend and I lived together it was so much fun every day and it wasn't fun in that like we were going out and doing crazy things every day it was just fun that we were around the house and in between classes we would watch tv together or cook lunch together or just the small things that coming down from being in that place of ideal happiness is really difficult and a lot of people changed after the pandemic and when things came to be in person a lot of the people that I had grown close with when they came back to in person they changed into a person that I did not like anymore and having to deal with that um, there's a lot of changes that you have to deal with in and out of pandemics people really change and it's hard to realize that and that coupled with the whole comparison piece can be a very overwhelm to your anxiety and depression at least it was to mine so I think it's incredibly important when you feel that way to take some time alone no social media and just be with yourself and let yourself be sad if you need to be sad I think that's something I've also realized in the past few days just take time to be sad because if you keep trying to force yourself to get up, you're going to get even sadder. <laughs> and I feel like if you just take a day, just stay in bed, just be sad, then you try again the next day. And if the next day doesn't work, that's fine. Then try again the next day. If you put too much pressure on yourself, it's not going to happen for you. So, you know, with all of this being said, it's important to also practice adequate self-care as well. And also, I'm going to reiterate, just because I'm saying this all now doesn't mean I am some higher being who is always happy and who doesn't compare myself anymore because I've broken the life's truth. No, <laughs> I still get sad a lot about this stuff and it's a journey and progress is never linear <laughs> and, um, you know, it's always going to be different for every person and you just have to find out what makes you happy and it's not something easy you're going to discover overnight it takes experiences and it takes listening to yourself and don't feel bad if what makes you happy is staying in with your family and don't feel bad if what makes you happy is going out you know like it's different for every single person but what is going to make you happy is listening to that voice and not ignoring it because it's when you ignore it and do things that you're pushing yourself to do, it doesn't necessarily make it better. And I find a lot of the time I've been listening to social media way too often because example number one, social media will say to you, oh, just push yourself to go out, then you'll feel better. Doesn't always work anymore. <laughs> or social media will say, oh, you know, even though we're at home, this is your time to really work on X, Y, and Z. Sometimes it's not the reality for us. And I think social media, especially in lockdown, has been incredibly detrimental to my mental health and a lot of the ways my mental health works. I think my perception of so many things has been ruined by my excessive use of social media in lockdown that now I'm coming to realize it and it's bad. So if you are just starting a TikTok obsession or something, limit it because it actually creeps into your mind more than you expect and it's not super fun. Yeah, <laughs> that is just kind of my little tangent on that. But it's true. There's so many messages on social media that just are so fake and are not real, but they seem real. So we internalize them. And then we feel bad about everything. And it's so hard to be happy when you're constantly taking in these fake messages about how you have to be doing crazy things all the time. And yeah, it's just wild. And it is so not fun 
for anyone. So if you're in the position where you're fine, nothing makes you happy, you're stuck in a lockdown, you're freaking out because you can't live your life to the fullest, that's really just a lie social media tells us. You can live your life to the fullest by staying inside and having a movie marathon and feeling your best, just being lazy or hanging out with your family or even if you are by yourself in this lockdown. That isn't necessarily a bad thing because you can really take that time to improve your relationship with yourself. You don't always have to improve your relationship with friends or family because at the end of the day, if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you're always going to feel lonely. And I felt that for a long time because I went from living with my boyfriend and being around someone who loves me all the time and then... I didn't have that, but at least I had my family, and then I went to that where I was alone, and that is a pretty stark transition, and you realize if you don't enjoy spending time with yourself, you're not going to be happy in anything, and even spending time with others isn't as vibrant as it used to be because it all comes from within, and I know for me, personally being a university student, obviously sometimes I drink, and I used to always have fun drinking, and it was something so social and enjoyable for me, and... I haven't been enjoying it and I've been really hard on myself when I drink and it's just, you know, there's a lot there that if you're finding you have a lot of issues that the one I just mentioned was very, very niche, but if you have that or if you're just finding that nothing makes you happy and you're struggling every day, try to start with you and try to start with just taking care of yourself and it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that happens over time and you learn to do it over time, but it's okay. It can happen. And if you find that that is your problem, I think it starts with you. And you can be alone and be completely happy. You could be alone and as happy as people who are with a ton of friends. People with a ton of friends may not even be happy. So it's really about happiness at the end of the day. And it's all about listening to you because if you compare your happiness to someone else's alleged happiness on social media or if you hear their stories a lot of it's told through rose-colored lenses just remember that it's not real so just think about what actually makes you happy because when you follow that you're not going to care about what anyone's doing anymore you're going to stop comparing yourself because you have found that happiness within and that's the most important thing so yeah those were my many many tangents about what's been going on with me and certain things that i've been going through and discovering the past few weeks. So I hope that you found some comfort in some of my words or something resonated with you. But if you are listening and you've made it this far, then here's my motivation to you. Pick a day this week where you can literally be completely by yourself and find an activity that you love and just do it. Whether it's watching your favorite TV show eating your favorite food, you know, maybe order in for the night. Just do one thing this week and realize how it makes you feel and then stick with that. Maybe you'll want to do even more the next week. So that's my little challenge for you. If you are listening this far and you've related to some of the things I've said, I think that always helps. So start small and then work up. But thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and like I said, that it helped you in some way. Make sure to give this podcast a follow to get notified of more episodes like these and follow my Instagram and TikTok at the girl covering for extra tips and updates on my journey. Take care of yourself and have an amazing rest of your day. (laughs) 